Hello and welcome to the second episode of the second series of the Nerds Who Haunt Themselves podcast. I'm Stuart Moraine and I'm joined again by... Oh, I was yawning. Yay, that's a great introduction. Um, Joy Amy Wigman. And that's just a taster of the excitement you can expect. <laughs> Two overtired people yawning a lot. Um, with this one, we're just going to catch up on a lot of the nerd news we missed, which is mostly trailers, to be fair. Um, so, as we've just watched it, and I can tell it's eaten away at you, oh, let's gosh. start with the Supergirl trailer. This is the trailer for the Supergirl TV series. Would it be a spoiler for me to say, kill me? <laughs> Oh, God. I don't know. Have you seen the Saturday Night Live sketch? That's the, the Black Widow, Black Widow Age one. of Me. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of while watching that trailer. It's it's basically they've gone, oh, it's the female superhero, so let's make it into a chick flick. A lot of people have actually said that in the comments underneath <laughs> when they? I looked online. I uh, want to be excited for the show. Oh, I'd love to be. I'm I want snob. an excite. I mean, I always wanted it to be... Supergirl is like Veronica Mars, Buffy kind of. Yeah. I mean, I'm a man. I'm in no position to say what a strong female character is. And like, she's not necessarily a weak character. It just seems to play to every teen girl rom-com. Stereotype. Um, it, it, yeah, it, it's like... Uh, I don't know. Su- Superman, the music Super- doesn't help at all. No, the music really <laughs> doesn't help. I think that was the moment when I actually said, kill me. Uh, <laughs> Because I know it's not Taylor Swift, and I don't have anything against Taylor Swift, but it's that kind of... To be fair, Taylor Swift probably would have been better. It was that Taylor sort of... would have been better. I don't know what the song was. It just sounded like nondescript femme rock. Oh, God. Um... Of, and I, I don't mean to disparage femme rock. There's some very no, good no, femme no, rock, no, but no. that was just it's tedium. Just, <laughs> it's just badly timed. It's like when Superman goes off into the air, there's like either like a rock beat behind so him. There's no hero or, saw. Yeah, there's no hero saw. There's like, this is my heartbeat song and I'm going to play it. You know? That would have been better though. <laughs> that would have been better. A bit of Kelly Clarkson would have been better. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really worried. I am worried. Um, I think Tumblr's going to explode with um, feminist rants, which I'm not discouraging because I will be one of the people probably ranting um which is it's a shame because i like the idea of her being an an actual normal person and then going hey my cousin could do this why don't i try it to be fair i mean she could develop i don't like the fact that there's a very on the nose thing with the what's your problem with the word girl i'm a girl if if you've got a problem with it it's less of a which seemed to be set up to instantly dismiss any yeah people like me um (laughs) but the thing is it it looked like two completely different series sewn together yeah because it's all fluffy and pink and yellow and then it's suddenly um oh there's a man talking now um let's go that was my other problem with jimmy olsen doing the you know your cousin wanted you to do this. Yeah. Don't do it because, you know, yeah. do it because a man said it was cool. Yeah. I, Basically, it's the Twilight mentality. It is the Twilight You're mentality. You're a powerful female as long as a male role character tells you <laughs> Tells you, you that you are. Or gives you that power. And how did she afford her apartment? If she just gets coffee for people, did you see her apartment? It's in... Well, she's clearly using the Friends model of uh, some kind of skimming to get those wonderful... I, I did not see a housemate that she was scabbing off. Is she doing bank jobs on the side? Maybe. Although, to be fair, I am debating the realism of a woman who can fly and stop bullets. <laughs> it's real? What are you talking about? Sorry, sorry. Yeah, it's Good real. Lord. Um, yeah, it's... 
I don't know. I think it suffered from coming so soon after the Gem and the Holograms trailer, which... Oh, Christ. Don't get me started on Gem and the Holograms, because they were my favourite when I was growing up. I only vaguely remember the cartoon, but I remember it being a lot more less Disney Bandcamp movie. It's not Disney Bandcamp. They kick ass. Or sub Disney Bandcamp. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that, and the where, trailer for the thing. where and are then the misfits? The girl that plays Gem came out and said that not to judge it on the trailer. Oh, okay. A lot of them, which... Isn't the point of a trailer it's the not. thing that you judge the film? I know you can't judge a film from a trailer, but the trailer is the thing that sells you on the film. But I tell you what, if you um, let people see a six-minute trailer of the thing that you, <laughs> you want to bring out, then chances are you can judge it from the trailer, Supergirl. It's, yeah, the Supergirl thing, I don't know. I mean, I'll still watch it because i watch anything really <laughs> if it's got a... I want, I want it to be good. I do really want it to be good. And uh, it's not her that I seem to have a problem with. I actually rather like the way she's playing her. I like it. She seems to be playing it as a Christopher Reeve, Clark Kent. Yeah. Got a girl. Yeah, um, I, I can see that. A friend said that you know it's very much like a man directing a girl to play a man. <laughs> Being clumsy. Yeah. 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 Um, like say maybe she grows into it, but I don't know. We were kind of spoiled with Joss Whedon and Rob Thomas with Veronica Mars, where we had a fully formed. Yeah, and it's, it's had like, issues as everybody does. I'm not saying she should constantly be like you know, whatever. Yeah, she should. I'm be a powerful girl. Boohoo! Smack bang wallop! Series seven of Buffy. Um, but yeah, it would be it would be nice if if it's not like a rom com type thing. Yeah, I um, I don't know. Like I say, she might grow into that character. It's just, mm-hmm. and perhaps they deliberately did that to market it to the network based on, you know, this will get teenage girls watching, and then <laughs> once they've got it on the network, they'll be kind of like, <laughs> this is what it's really like, ditch it. Oh, maybe. Oh, perhaps it's just a big misdirect. It could be. That would be really exciting. I'd, I'd like that if it was if, if they marketed a rom com and then it was Daredevil. Yeah, mm. I don't think it will be Daredevil. No. It looks fun and it looks... the Netflix Daredevil, by the way, just to be clear, not the film. It looks fun. <laughs> it looks suitably cheesy. The there's only like a millisecond of Dean Kane, which could always do with more Dean Kane. Well, um, I didn't even spot him. Where was he? Near the beginning, when they're doing all the little montage flashes, oh right, on Earth, and... I must have, I must have blinked and missed it. I was kind of hoping it was going to be like a loose follow-on from Lois and Clark, and that he would be the Superman in that world. That would have been cool. I know that would have been cool, especially for you, because I know. And especially much... as they released a photo of the Daily Planet set from the exterior of the building. Oh, yeah, but if that were the case, then Jimmy Olsen has changed colour. I don't care. It's fine. I can live with it. You could make Jimmy Olsen a woman and I'd live with it to see Dean Cain in the suit again. <laughs> well, he's still fit in it. What's he like these days? He's a little bit rounder, but... Yeah, of course he is. He's got older, if, bless If him. Mark Hamill can shape up for Star Wars, Yeah, then. blimey. Yeah, but Mark Hamill's always been a tiny little thing. Yeah. And Dean Cain... It's different being beefcake and then ageing, because that's harder to keep hold of than just naturally being quite mousy yeah. and having to hold on to it as you to get To be fair to Dean Kane as well, he was a better Clark Kent than he was Superman, but then it was yes, predicated on Clark Kent rather than... Yeah, it was Lois and Clark. Apart I'm... from over here, because of course it was the new Adventures of Superman, but you know... Because we wouldn't have got the Lois and Clark reference. No, apparently. We're stupid. We are, we have no idea who Lois and Clark are. No. They like made ice cream or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> You're looking at the Ben and Jerry's pot on my <laughs> on my coffee table. It's not mine. It's Eddie's, honestly. Sure. It's my housemate's. Although it's fifty percent more. Look at the size of that tub. That actually reminds me of what the Supergirl trailer reminded me of. Have you ever seen the Wonder Woman pilot with Adriana? No. It's written by the guy who did Ali McBeal. Right. And I want it to like it. I want it to be really good. But there's a bit where she's got boyfriend trouble and she sits on a sofa eating ice cream. Now, okay, that you yes, you can have a problem with that. However, I've never not had boyfriend trouble and not like actually medicated it with. Ben oh, don't get me wrong. Ice, ice so, cream's amazing. Uh, it's quite it's quite a realistic th- uh, cliche. Some cliches are cliches for a reason. It's just <laughs> if I'm upset, I'll sit on the sofa and I'll eat ice cream. If someone else buys it because it's too expensive, but it's she's Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah, I don't get me wrong. I'm sure Wonder Woman does. Uh huh. Uh huh. Do you think Superman never goes for a beer? Oh, okay, yeah, I think Superman never goes for a beer. Ah, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure that men are like infinitely more pathetic when a woman dumps them than the other way around. Uh... Despite all the cliches we see in movies. <laughs> oh, something just pinged at me. I could have sworn Ooh. I switched the the thing off. I'm sorry. <laughs> Somebody going. <laughs> Warner Brothers going. Stop dissing Superman. <laughs> sorry, yeah, I'm not dissing Superman. Get off <laughs> Your my three podcast listeners are. <laughs> <laughs> One of your three podcast listeners is... Uh, <laughs> really, we should know them all by name. We should do. Yeah. It's me, you, and my <laughs> mum. <laughs> no, one of my friends listened to it, because they said, oh, you were saying on the podcast that... On the what? <laughs> oh, blimey, you listened to... Oh, bro, okay, yep. <laughs> Four! Whoa. This is our last ever show, it's never going to get better. Yep, high five. <laughs> Uh, I love that I had to high-five myself then because to attempt to high-five you, there would, there's no way it would have worked. I wasn't looking. It would have ended with <laughs> a massive handprint on the side of my face. Smash. Uh, so, yeah, Supergirl. Um, I will probably watch it. Um, I will try and watch it with an open mind in the hope that the trailer is just... Maybe they've seen um, the SNL sketch. Um, I think it's great to have something out there that has got a female superhero at its centre. I'm really... It'd be yeah. great if this is the one that gets it right as well because God knows they ballsed up Elektra and <laughs> Catwoman and... Yeah, I think with... Supergirl the movie. Yeah. Oh, no. oh, I liked that as a kid, yeah, though. I liked it as a kid. Yeah, I've never seen it as an adult, so that's probably why... I didn't dislike Elektra the first time I watched it. It's absolute crap, but my bar was set absolutely so it's low. It's really low. <laughs> Oh, well, I, th- I think one of the things... And it had Jason Isaacs in it at the beginning. Oh, um, hello to Jason Isaacs. Hello to Jason Isaacs. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, th- I think one of the things that they they can do, and I hope that they manage to do with Supergirl, is not to sexualise her too much. Because obviously that's what happens with female superheroes. And because they have got her as a young woman who's a bit ditzy, bit bit clumsy, of course they'll have the, the... Oh yeah, but when she's Supergirl, she's a woman and she's beautiful. Because, you know, you've got that with Clark Kent. You know, he's awkward and then he turns into Superman um, but I think that there's if there's a possibility that they will not sexualise her which would be really really good um, and I think they'll get a lot more people on board I think they've gone for the right costume because there was a point where she had a costume that was pretty much a belt and a boot tube kind of I, I don't understand that it, it makes more sense it makes sense to have like tight fitting clothing if you're going to be in a fight yeah. but, but like Black Widow style yeah, you know, nothing gets in the way. No capes, <laughs> <laughs> no capes, darling. 
Um, yes, well, Supergirl needs a cape because <laughs> yeah. otherwise she's not Supergirl. But uh, yeah, and the skirt is is teeny tiny. But I'd rather there was a skirt. Yeah, than yeah, just a weird thong. Well, we did have that hideous Halle Berry Catwoman thing with the bra. Yeah, but that wasn't even sexy. It wasn't. Catwoman's kind of I don't know. Well, <laughs> I just even you know. There is still a red-blooded teenage boy in me, no matter how much I try and distance myself from it or try and excuse it. And I get what they were trying to go for with the Halle Berry thing of let's show as much skin as we can possibly get away with, but it just wasn't sexy. No. Torn leather trousers and a leather bra. No, it was a lot sexier to have and a shelf just life than a massive piece. head. Because <laughs> that cat mass made her look like her own bubble head. Oh dear, I'm trying to, it's really annoying me, but I'm trying to remember the name of the the artist that does the best Catwoman and I can't remember but the the Arkham games use her oh um Jim Lee does that's it that's it Jim with the goggles with the goggles I yeah Catwoman I think goggles. that's um that and that was also I know it's not the point and um but it's okay none of my feminist friends listen to this <laughs> <laughs> um that's that's the sexiest Catwoman and she's clothed from head to toe that is the sexiest thing. I mean, Catwoman, when I read comics, wore the purple suit with the long black leather yeah. suit. Which was cool, but then the goggles came in. Yeah, but still. It was like, she's showing hair, that's a little too much. Just cover the hair as well and put some goggles on. Goggles. Anyway. There's something sexy about a woman in goggles. Yeah, I like the goggles. I mean, look at Flashdance. <laughs> what a feeling. <clears throat> but, yes. yes. Yeah. Um, it'll be cool, and hopefully it's the first NA line of strong female because if there's a problem with the arrow and the flash it's the female characters are quite underwritten sometimes mm. or through no fault of their own fall into the annoying girlfriend thing because they're kept out of the loop mm-hmm. so I, you're like stop Brian all I know is my brother likes Felicity Felicity's amazing uh, I'm, I'm guessing she's somebody yes I know she's an arrow that, that's, she's, she's an arrow I don't I originated in the Firestorm comics I think but. Okay, yep, I believe you. But sexy nerdy lady. Ah, sexy nerdy lady. See, women with glasses. Yeah, well, yeah, well. Fully dressed, just. Do you know yeah, see, now you're not attractive. Uh, I've taken my glasses <laughs> off now. Yeah, what it is is we play too many computer games as children. <laughs> <laughs> we ruined our eyesight. Which <laughs> is why geeky girls wear glasses. Yes. That's, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> I just watched too much telly. Too much Dean Kane for Superman. Oh, Dean Kane ruined your eyesight. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm just a yeah masturbation yeah. jokes. Dean Kane did ruin my eyesight. To be fair, because I wore my glasses all the time oh, to be like his Clark Kent, and I wasn't supposed Kent. to. I was only supposed to wear them when I watched telly. Oh, that's sweet. Which, if you saw my glasses then, they were like massive forty-year-old man glasses. <laughs> I did not look remotely like Dean Kane's Clark Kent. Well, I was not at the time. I do know. I do remember ruining um, <laughs> ruining the arms of my glasses by trying to do the Dean Kane like sweep it off your face thing uh, as he ran um, and failing abysmally. It's that, or there's nothing better than just turning around and looking somebody there, isn't it? Lois, coming from a planet far away. <laughs> oh dear. Yes. Apparently <clears throat> not during sex. <laughs> your glasses haven't fallen off already. You're doing something wrong. <laughs> That's a little yes. tip for you out yes, there. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's Supergirl. Yes, that's Supergirl. Um, so, I suppose naturally we should go from talking about a Superman that I love to the Batman v Superman trailer. Yeah. 
Um, which obviously we have to watch in 2D because if we watch it in 3D with the 30% light loss, we won't be able to see anything. <laughs> it's, always, it's so dark, Schneider, really. Wow. Yes. And Batfleck and everything. I'm excited about Batfleck. It's I... the one thing that's got me really excited about the films. I want to see what the dude does with Batman. I don't think he'll have much of a chance to do anything with Batman. I think this has gone from being, despite what they're coming out and going, like, it was never meant to be a Man of Steel sequel. Yes, it yeah, was. Yeah, it was. Zack Snyder realised he wanted to make a Batman film more than a Superman film. I do feel a little bit sorry for Henry Cavill because every set picture you can just kind of see him getting muscled out of his own film. <laughs> well, Henry's lucky to be there. Let's face it, he's lucky to be there. Yes. Um, but it, I'd like to be excited about it, but Man of Steel... Um, Man of Steel... I didn't hate it and I didn't love it. I just went... It was very much meh. a meh, yeah. So it was kind of a meh film, which was better than I was expecting, so... My problem with... I mean, I've gone into Man of Steel and Great Detail before. Well, yes. And it's something that I've stopped looking at nerdy stuff online at the moment because it's constantly... A de- they post a DC thing, somebody will say something going like, you know, or like the Suicide Squad yes. picture. Somebody's like, it looks like bad cosplay. Then the first comment underneath is, well, you were just a Marvel boy who just want to suck Joss Whedon's... Um, it's like, really? Uh, it's like the thing that... I get why DC want to do something different. I get why they're going dark. Unfortunately, Superman isn't a dark character. No, it's not. Superman's like uh, the anathema to Batman. And well, Superman was the be- is the beacon of light and the yeah. symbol of hope. That's what cracked me up with Man of Steel. They're constantly being like, it's not an S. It's hope. <laughs> Yes, it's hope. Now watch me level this city. Yeah, how and many people died? Everybody dies who was living in the city. No one gives a shit about them. There's no effort to take the fight out of town. The whole thing with Superman 2 was Chris Reeve being like, you know, no, not the people. In fact, Which I... is what made Zod then start using people. Yeah, exactly. But, but like, Batman, like, Batman doesn't like killing civilians and stuff. And... I mean, that was the thing I liked about Age of Ultron was that, yes, they levelled that city pretty much, but then instantly the Stark things go in to start building it back up again. Uh, yep, and also they did kind of try and yeah. get people out while the fight's going on, because that's one of their jobs, they get the people out while they're well, fighting the bad guys. they save people. Yes, they save people rather than just fight like, people with very silly these games. These people, these were collateral damage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the best bits of that were with Kevin Costner in them, but that's because... I don't know, I've got a little, little shine for Kev. Who doesn't have a shine for Kev? Yeah, I know, we love I Kev. watched Three Days to Kill because Kevin Costner was in it. Wow. I know. <laughs> Did you forget it all in three days? Less than. Oh. I forgot it within three <laughs> names coming up in the credits, to be honest. Oh, Christ. Um, but yes, so um, from Man of Steel to... Um, what's I mean, it called? <laughs> Batman, Batman v Superman, Superman. Dawn of Justice. I mean, oh, my yes. first problem with the trailer is we did not see Dawn. No, there was Where no was Dawn. Where was she? Yep. She gets a name in the title. Yeah, I we know. don't even get to see her. No, Wonder Woman doesn't. No, no, just see. Dawn. <laughs> and also, there was no actual Dawn. It was no. all dark. It's because Batman only fights in the dark. And I can't get past the fact that he looks like Lego Batman in that suit at the end. <laughs> That's going to be my problem, right? When he talks, I want to hear Will Arnett. I don't want to hear Ben Affleck. I want to hear Will. Um, I just want him driving in the Batmobile, listening to the Batman song. <laughs> yeah. Darkness. <laughs> oh dear, that that would be amazing. That's gonna that will be the best outtake ever if that happens. When Will Arnett turned up at the Oscars wearing Val Kilmer's bat suit, 
I was like, that's so, it. That's the way you should have gone with Batman. After I Nolan, you should have just gone completely the other way, cast Will Arnett as Batman. Love Batman. That would have been amazing. <laughs> be fantastic. Although he'd, he'd be more Even of a... cast Channing Tatum as Superman as well, because I love Channing Tatum as Superman oh. in the Lego movie. This whole oh, thing with God, uh, that'd Green be adorable. Lantern. That would be, that would be so <laughs> cool. Anybody, everybody do you know, and I think I think Channing Tatum could work as ba- as Superman. He doesn't seem to need a, an emotional range to be Superman, apparently. So, Chuck Channing in there. Let's face it; he was pretty much the best thing in the first GI Joe movie. <laughs> there was a good thing in the GI Joe. Yeah, Channing okay. Tatum. Channing. Oh. Uh, oh We're, okay. back. We're, we're uh, still going. We're still going. Uh, Whoa, that was. Whoa. Calm on your boots. Apparently my laptop does not agree about G.I. Joe and Channing Tatum. <laughs> well, I'm going to say something controversial. I like Channing Tatum. He knows exactly what he is and he doesn't give a shit about it. No, and he's amazing in the 22, 21, 22 oh, films. Yeah, and that's why he's amazing in those two films, because he knows exactly what he is. His acting in the thing at the end of 22 Jump Street where they're doing all the next... Oh, it, when it's Seth Rogen and he's just going to... Anybody not going to comment on this? It's like, well, he's changed his classes. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's just glasses. Okay. Oh, I, yeah, oh, good. Okay, because normally I get lambasted for liking Channing Tatum. No. I just spent 20 minutes talking up Dean Cain. Oh, that, yeah, that is a good point. Oh, yeah, to be fair, acting-wise. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to, yeah. You leave Dean alone. I'm leaving Dean alone. I like Dean. I've got nothing against Dean. He, he was just no Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, yes. I um, I did see a Christmas movie, or like 10 minutes of a Christmas movie, because I had Dean Cain in it. <laughs> it was awful. If I'm sitting watching a film and I could have delivered that line better, you know there's something wrong with your film. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit like if I'm working at your company and I could run this place better. You, you know, know your something wrong. Trouble. Oh, God. <laughs> well, yeah, anyway, I, I will. Obviously, I will go and see it. I've, I will too. I've got I, an unlimited card. When it came up where it was going to be that versus Captain America mm. Civil War. And my options would have been that or Captain America would have been Captain America, Captain America. all the way yeah. the thing I love DC I grew up loving DC but I love the Marvel movies because yeah. they make me happy they do they make me and happy they are doing everything I wanted to see up on screen and it's what I want DC to do I don't care if DC have to ride out the oh just copy Marvel thing no I, I, I want them to succeed with this <laughs> I, I don't want people to be going, oh, God, did you see the Superman film? Yeah. I want people to be going, did you see the Superman film? You see? That's I'm... acting, folks, by the way. That That's the same line, but delivered in two completely different ways. That's the range I have. It's such a weird thing that they went that way with Superman, given that I quite like Superman Returns, but everybody's problem with Superman Returns was that he was a weird, creepy stalker. <laughs> he was too moody. It's like a lot of Superman brooding around. We don't want Superman brooding. We're not interested. Batman can brood because that's what Batman does. But to be fair, Superman Returns did have that awesome thing where just hovering in space with his eyes closed listening. Yeah, that was really creepy. No, that wasn't creepy. Creepy's him hanging around outside Lois Lane's house just watching her, living her life with Cyclops. <laughs> yeah, that's... Mash up. Yeah, that's also creepy. It's all creepy. That's, that's the other worst thing about Superman Returns. It's why Cyclops was so underwritten in X-Men Last Stand. But that's a horror story for... That, for another day, probably. Because uh, there'll be more X-Men. The, the shocking up, abuse so. James Marsden oh, <laughs> yeah. suffered at the hands of... Poor James Marsden. Oh, I think he made a good Cyclops. I thought he made a great Cyclops. I thought Wolverine was infinitely less interesting once they got rid of Cyclops. Yeah. Well, but you haven't got like the 
well, basically, the, the who's is bigger thing happening. Come on, the highlight of the first <laughs> X-Men film is the, whoa, well, hey, it's me, you prove it, you're a dick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, dear. Yeah, um, so, what were we talking about? Oh, uh, Batman v Superman. Superman. See, you know it's not a Superman film because it's not Superman v Batman, it's Batman v Superman. Yeah, I don't even think they should have gone with the V. No, I... I like, do we... I mean... We know they're both in the film. Do they have to be in the title? They're like... Well, just... They should have called it World's Finest. World's Finest would have been a great thing. Or even Brave and the Bold. Brave and the Bold, yeah. Just something like that. Something that, you know, conjures up something that... It's I don't enjoy. Batman yeah. v Superman's like, I like those two guys and then I got to watch them beat the shit out of each other for a bit. It's like, it's like with the Avengers films, right? Okay. You didn't say, uh, with the first one, I didn't catch anybody going, really, kind of, I'm, I'm going to see Avengers. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to go and see Avengers Assemble again. And with this one, people don't say, oh, I'm going to see Avengers 2. They go, are you seeing Age of Ultron? Because yeah. that is a, it conjures up something. It makes you excited about a film. But, what is it, Dawn of, Dawn Dawn of Justice? Justice? Nah. <laughs> you going to go and see Dodge. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward to um, a bit of Aquaman, though. Yeah. Well, apparently he's barely in it. So. Well, that's okay, but he's still Carl Drogo, so... Yeah. Let's face it, the only way they were going to make... that dude from Baywatch Hawaii. I like Yeah, him. that's right, Jason Momoa. <laughs> I'm not going to let you forget your Baywatch roots. Damn it. Damn it. Well, not even good Baywatch, not even season one Baywatch. Yeah, but face it, right? The, the only person that was going to make Aquaman not seem... Completely pathetic is somebody like. He's the guy like, from Entourage. It's, oh. <laughs> it's Carl Drogo. <laughs> Carl Drogo. <laughs> but then they've weirdly made him look more like Submariner from Marvel. So what's that about? Apart from he's got long hair, it's weird. <laughs> he's dyed his hair blonde. No. No bleach that fucker. No, don't don't touch the the beautiful hair. <laughs> I don't know. I mean. To be fair, the first trailer for Age of Ultron wasn't exactly a barrel of laughs. It wasn't. I was deeply worried that this is going to be the thing where they go DC. Nah, ah. But, but I also we, knew it was Joss Whedon. Exactly. <laughs> and we trust in Joss, because Joss is boss. And we trust that Joss can do, um, he can do darkness, but he can also make it funny. Um, he can. And Firefly it, is a very dark TV series. Yeah, oh hell yeah. However, it's got one of the... the to be fair, Angel and Buffy are incredibly dark as well. Oh, gosh, yeah. Well, I was thinking, Thematically. I was thinking of Buffy when I, when I was saying it. Um, but it, it's still funny and it's still got one line. Firefly is the one that brings the people in. So. It is. Yeah, that, that's what's There's bringing in There's more brain coats than anything else. <laughs> yes. Which I, on a tangent, didn't watch Firefly when it first came out. Because I could not forgive him for walking away from Angel and just leaving it to fucking die. Oh, oh I, I didn't watch it when it came out because I'd never heard of it. Yeah. Um, it, it, took a, it took a friend with a box set saying, you need to watch it this. It was my brother-in-law going, you need to watch this. And mm. I liked Two Guys Ago in the Pizza Place, which Nathan Fillion was in. Mm. So I was like, I will give it a go. It's just, I can never get on with Dollhouse, I must admit. It's the only Joss Whedon thing I've never gotten on with. Loads of people have said that, but I love Dollhouse. I think I need to watch it. Again. Rewatch it. Give I think it a chance. probably still in the resentment over the angel thing I think Bastard. you probably were he did just abandon angel well 
I can't talk to, about the end of Angel because I've never seen the <gasps> end of Angel. It's amazing. I know, I, it's not that I don't want to. It's that I was working my way through Angel with my housemate at the time. And then I moved out to move in with a boy, which is totally unforgivable. Um, and and we kind of we kind of stopped. So I've never seen the end of Angel, so I'm gonna have to borrow it from her or watch it with her. You know, I can do that. We should just watch Angel and do commentaries. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we should do that. Although I would prefer to watch something that I'm bound to hate and do commentaries because I, I find more comedy there. <laughs> and I don't like to diss Joss because Joss is boss. Thank you, Hallelujah. Um, yes. Uh, and he does the dance of joy. He does do the dance of joy. <laughs> do the dance of shame. <laughs> that was the highlight of season two of Angel for me because season two of Angel really struggled towards the end. It works so much better when you can watch it back to back on DVD, but yes. episodically on telly, it was painful. Uh, yeah, see, I, I'd have watched it on. Well, I watched the occasional episode on TV, but I was busy having um, this a life. What? Um, a yeah, what? There was there was a period of my life where I actually had a life. I lived in London, uh, and my housemates all worked in the theatre. So basically, my evening started at about eleven thirty when they finished work. Nice. So an Angel was obviously on. Good lord! Quite late. So I'm so old that just seems tiring. <laughs> I went to the midnight show in of Age of Ultron, and I've only just recovered from. <laughs> I could never. I couldn't do that. It nearly killed me. Well, that upset me greatly. That I was doing a comedy show the night that. Um, Ultron opened so I couldn't even see it on opening night <laughs> it really upset me um, so I went the next day well, I did because it was fine in a time that I could go where it wouldn't interfere with needing somebody to look after the children <laughs> so it's kind of a midnight show and you're Everyone's all being it's fine you're asleep Dad. you come home the house is burnt to the ground yeah. what did you do how <laughs> was I supposed to still leave an adult with him oh shit <laughs> But yes, we basically played right into the DC boys' hands by then, celebrating Joss Whedon. <laughs> yes, yes, we did. I think... I don't know, DC just seemed to be throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah. Whereas Marvel always had a plan, whether they admit to having a plan or not, there was always something built off the back of Iron Man. Mm. If Iron Man had of work, they would have just swept it away and never mentioned it. Yeah. But Iron Man was a success, so they... We're like, yes, and this is our plan now to build up yep, towards to the go, Avengers. To go and to go. And they, DC have really suffered from Zack Schneider. Christopher Nolan. <clears throat> it all roots back to Christopher Nolan. And this whole let's take a comic book and ground it in reality thing is just frustrating. Well, I, I've never read a comic book to be like, I want to relate to this on a <laughs> basic, real level. The, I'm, in, I'm in the Chris Nolan camp, though. Um, oh, I love Chris Nolan. I, I love what he did for Apart Batman. from Dark Knight Rises. Um, I, no, I, re- I liked Dark Knight Rises as well. I didn't like... If it had ended four if it seconds... Was, if it wasn't a Batman film, uh, I'd like Dark Knight Rises. If it had ended four seconds earlier, I'd liked it more. Yeah. The ending should have been ambivalent. We're not that stupid. We don't need to see his actual face. It should have ended on a spinning top. I wanted it to end on Alfred's face just looking at looking over and smile and, and then his little smile and then end because you didn't need to see his face after that. No. But then you wouldn't have got to see Joseph Gordon Lovett ride up rise up into the back yeah. That oh no, it could have just cut to that bit. But see, my main problem with that is that he hands over the mantle of the bat to a guy who accidentally shot somebody when his gun went off <laughs> threw it away and ran away <laughs> he doesn't care he just wants to fuck off abroad with the cat woman I mean, 
I love Jason uh, oh, Gordon Levitt in that film. I love Jason Gordon Levitt anyway. Yeah. Since 10 Things I Hate About You. And he's really sort of carved himself into. Since Third Rock. Well, Third Since Rock. Since Third yeah. Rock. I've had a long, long time thing with jo- uh, yeah. Jason Gordon Levitt. To be fair, the only reason I watched 10 Things I Hate About You is because he was in it. Because who doesn't love Third Rock? But Third Rock was all John Lithgow's show. Yeah. Slightly. Kind of. Although the episode where they're trying to be normal and they're all reading the Grisham book. <laughs> yeah. That's, I saw, I, like, that's my Grisham too. They just swap books. I had never seen the final episode. <gasps> and then a couple of weeks ago I caught it. Um, I bought the box TV. years ago and I binge watched it and I was in tears in the last episode. Mainly because it was gone. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, you do. Yeah. It's finished. It's done. <laughs> but I'm terrible with that because I'll binge watch TV and then when it goes to the final episode, like MASH. Last episode of MASH. Cause, I mean, that's like, 14 seasons as well. Christ. So that was like a year of my life watching MASH. Because of binge watching, there are so many things I don't... I haven't started watching because there are so many series that I need to catch up on. If something is like three or four seasons long, I can kind of cope with it. It's weird because it becomes routine. It's like I'm watching Cheers at the moment again, which makes me nostalgic for when I used to go to my mum's on a Friday and watch Cheers and Jaffa Cakes and Orange Juice. Aww. But yeah, so I know at some point that's going to end. It won't be part of my life anymore. I mean, I could always go straight back. You again, could just go straight back. I've also then got the Fraser box set to watch. Oh, oh, very good. I want, used to watch Fraser when it's on telly, but well, at the moment I'm just going round and round on my Game of Thrones box set, the one to four. I just keep working my way through, getting to the end of four, going back to one again, and then working my way through. I really probably should watch Game of Thrones. I just need to get over the child death. <laughs> well, the, I, I have <laughs> real issue with child death. You have an issue with child death. Well, yeah. there's a lot, a lot of child it's marriage weird, going on. Yeah, well. <laughs> well, at least they didn't make everybody as young as they do in the book, because if they did that, they wouldn't be able to put it on television. <laughs> <laughs> Game of Thrones, bam. Oh, dear. Although, um, I, it, I have had my favourite line um, has been replaced now. I can't tell you what my favourite line was because of how many times the C word's used in it. Okay. And I wouldn't even do that on a podcast, probably. <laughs> Not after last time. Not after last time. <laughs> we had to scrap the whole show. It was every other she word. Said Clarkson. Uh, he kept saying Clarkson all over the place. Um, but now we've got uh, the dwarf lives until we find a cock merchant. Excellent. <laughs> Which is, um, if that's not on a t-shirt, oh, it's got. Oh, oh, I'll be buying that t-shirt. I if you can care. have crows before hose, then I demand that that is on a t-shirt. <laughs> yes, some crows before hose. The dwarf <laughs> lives until we find a cock merchant. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings us back to Batman v Superman. <laughs> <laughs> brings us back brilliantly to Batman v Superman. I um yeah. It's it's a messy trailer. <laughs> It is, it is a very messy trailer, actually. I, nothing happens that I could pinpoint. And nothing happens that makes me go, oh, I want to go and see that, which is worrying because normally people put all the best bits in the trailer. So if those are the best bits... I mean, it's still a year away for the film to come out, I suppose. But... Yeah, but still, you'd at least make sure that you'd filmed something that's worth putting in the trailer that doesn't make people go, mm. I thought what they obviously assumed was the money shot of Affleck stood on top of that tower in his Batman costume. He does that all the time in Batman films. It just looked a little bit dull. I would like to see him on a gargoyle with his fucking cape going in the wind. Yeah, a cape in the wind. Yeah, cape in the Just wind. Just a proper comic book looking. Battle of the Capes. I'd like to see one of them get their cape stuck in a revolving door or something. Awesome. In a Watchman style well, And a Watchman slash Incredible style Used because one of the complaints that's being levelled at it is that they just seem to be throwing more and more characters at it. Yeah, that might solve it. Wonder Woman, Aquaman, there's rumours the Flash is going to pop up in it. 
the Ezra Miller Flash, not the mm. Grand Gustin. The Ezra, Ezra oh, Miller Flash. Oh, but Ezra is great. He is, but it was a massively dick move on the day the Flash TV series premiered for Warner Bros. to go, and we're doing a Flash movie with Ezra Miller. That is Just to completely steal the move. <laughs> Which, God bless Stephen and Mal, he went straight on and was like, Warner Brothers are dicks. <laughs> they are dicks for doing this. It was a dick move. <laughs> Because it could have been that he turned off on the arrows and this thing like, yeah, we replaced you, dick. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's always dangerous to but... slag off your boss. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or call them out when they're being a dick. Yeah, although Mark Ruffalo did that. Mark Ruffalo with the, with the, um, the action figures for Age of Ultron. Oh, um, the lack of female action figures. Yeah, it was a dear Marvel. My niece would quite like to like to play with the Black Widow and motorcycle playset, but it's been replaced by Captain America. You only with Star Wars Rebels as well. They didn't release. They've only released one of the female characters as a figure. You can't get the other one. It's just odd. I get it. If you want to double package it with a male character, fine. Just don't not make the figure. When, now I'm talking about children playing with toys here rather than us buying toys. Because obviously that happens. What? <laughs> um, no. Children do sometimes buy toys. But when I was a kid, I don't remember any of my male friends not having She-Ra as well as He-Man. Or not having Chitara when they've got Lion-O. That's because they were girly gays. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you specified they were girly gays. <laughs> I must admit, I didn't... I didn't actually have any of the female characters, not for any particular reason. It's just that we didn't have a lot of money, so I was very choosy in the ones that I got. And it probably and tends to be what you were bought by relatives yes. as well, um, in, in terms of I that. Mean, but I, I won't get into that, yeah, that discussion. Then we'd lead down to that whole, there shouldn't be a girl's aisle in Toys R Us, it should just be uh, big toys. Honestly, don't get me started. I went into, <laughs> went into the entertainer in Bristol, and half of the store is blue and half of the store is pink. And you go into the boys' section and the girls' section. I went into Tesco's and there was like veg separate from meat. Fucking hell. Who were they to tell me that meat is not a vegetable? Arseholes. That's what they are. Arseholes. (laughs) I can't have it. I won't have it. (laughs) Not on my watch. (laughs) Everything. We're going to have unisex toilets one day. (laughs) Who are you to tell me I can't go in the women's changing rooms? God damn it. Well, there's unisex changing at the swimming pool. Although a bit creepy, I was having. <laughs> I, went, I went into I went to the swimming pool, and they've got those showers that aren't the shower showers, but they're the ones that you shower in when you come out of the pool, yeah. right? But still, I find it creepy if somebody is talking to me while I'm in that shower because that's still quite a personal experience. I thought you were going to say you went in there and the guy just stripped, stripped out. off completely. It was just soaping up. <laughs> old guy who'd been talking to me in the swimming pool absolutely fine but like he continued to talk to me while I was showering now that is creepy <laughs> see I generally don't hang around that shower because I'm generally chubby yes uh, I'm generally chubby also um, but, but you get a costume that yeah exactly I get a thing that can cover covers and holds things hold, in yeah, place. yeah that, that's my main thing it's like wearing spats. I get swim shorts no matter how tight I tie them <laughs> they'll always come down my ass as I'm trying to get out of a pool that's what happens that that is your cross to bear, <laughs> and then has like eighteen ounces of gut, eighteen stone of gut, rather pouring over it. Oh, it's annoying because where I'm on my feet all day, I've got relatively muscly legs. My legs do not match my own. <laughs> so what really you need are like short shorts yeah. so you can show off your legs so that nobody looks at your gut. I got the full Fox Mulder speedo thing going. Oh, oh Christ! No, I have Zace. Oh, actually. <laughs> 
actually, on that, because that is a geeky thing to talk about, I played the X-Files board game, which costs about 50 quid. Right. But it's brilliant. It's fantastic. It comes with one of those massive um, rule books, like 15 pages long. But I, they got some kind of moron to write the rule book, because you don't need 15 pages. Who needs rules? Yeah, needs rules anyway. Did Fox Mulder follow the rules? No! Did Fox Mulder ever take a camera with him? No. <laughs> Would it have been a much shorter series if he did? Probably. The best thing is that you get you get the um, you get your own little FBI uh, ID badge. Oh, it's so cool! So you can just spend the whole thing just shoving your ID badge in people's faces. I want a Parks and Recreation FBI badge. I have only watched the first season so far. I'm I'm, I'm working my way through. I will not spoil it. Please don't, because I'm enjoying it. I'm waiting for Parks and Recreation to end so I can buy the complete box set. So I can be because I'm fed up of buying individual series. Because you buy an individual series, and then about series three, they'll change the packaging on the box. Oh, the shit yeah, that's right, you're one of those. Although Parks and Rec seem to all be consistent in their box set styles. Once upon but a I've time, committed now, so. once upon a time, I used to be really, really anal about my packaging. Now I couldn't give toss. And I had to have all the special features and all See, that. See, that's kind the of other stuff. thing that annoys me is that I'll release anymore. a complete series with an extra disc in it. Mm. And then I got a double it. Plus, just the complete box sets are nice. They stack nicely. That's true. And I have just inherited um, the complete Butterstar Galactica, which I'm quite looking forward to receiving. I, I bought that because we had it for like 20 quid with the Cylon figure. Oh, yeah, so. So uh, I was like, yeah. with my discount as well. <laughs> Even oh. though, going back to my thing about child death, Battlestar Galactica miniseries does pretty much open with a Cylon snapping a baby's neck. Yes! Which is pretty brutal. Yeah. And he said it was great, and mm-hmm. he's not allowed to babysit my kids. Hang on, child death. Okay, right. How far did you get in Game of Thrones then? You must have got a little bit far to find some child death. Well, no, in the f- pretty much the opening, there's a frozen dead child. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you don't see her die. Yeah, and then I know about, like, you know, the slaying of the bastards. And... Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what I was wondering whether you got up to the slaying of the bastards. Cause... And a lot of people are like, you don't really see it though. It's like, yeah, but sometimes that's even worse. That is what, yeah, it was worse. It was, it was worse not seeing it. So like you don't see him slip the baby. Like, oh, that's fine. That's oh, right. It's all right. It's like one of my, um, what I would say is one of my most horrific cinematic moments is uh, actually in Gone with the Wind, and they are amputating a man's leg without anaesthetic. And you don't see anything. All you see is Scarlett O'Hara stood in the doorway and her eyes widen and you can hear it. And it's just awful. And I would say it's the most effective. I don't want to, thanks. <laughs> I did, because it's right, a Danny thanks. Boyle film. And I like Danny Boyle. Yeah. It's the only reason I've watched Slumdog Millionaire once. It is not the feel-good film of the year. <laughs> it's, I don't it's give it. a flying fuck what it says in big letters on the front cover. It's not feel-good at all. A child getting blinded did not make me feel good. <laughs> People die. People die a lot in that film. It's, yeah. But, because I used to go through a thing of if I liked a director, I would buy all his films. Oh, right, okay. now I'm kind of like, gradually selling off some other film. Because, mm-hmm. one, I don't have the space. Two, I'd rather have that space for Lego. Yeah. <laughs> Lego brings me joy. Lego. Lego. Right, my housemate's friend keeps sending me messages uh, with links to the Lego Dimensions stuff. Yes. Um, and I hate him for it because A, I don't have PS4 it's on PS3 as well it's on PS3 as well, okay, I hate him for it because <laughs> it's on PS3 which means that there's a possibility that I could buy it but there isn't a possibility that I could buy it 
because it costs more than my rent. It is stupidly expensive. I was really excited about it, and then Disney Infinity went, yeah, we're doing Star Wars next. I was like, fuck you, Lego. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those Disney Infinity figures are amazing, even if you don't have the game. Yeah, they are actually... Um, They're uh, stunning figures. My best mate got a PS4 for her birthday, and she knows so little about gaming which is why it's hilarious that she's starting to do gaming on her channel Andy got a PS4 for his birthday who are these people that are getting consoles for their birthday but she got um, she bought two Disney Infinity figures and it was Stitch and Merida from Brave and they're beautiful Stitch is lovely yeah they're beautiful Stitch yeah Stitch Stitch is amazing (laughs) any character that's first reaction to a frog is to poke it in the eye with a gun yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's alright with me please send me a little angel seen um, the advert though for Lego, Lego Dimensions it's Christopher Lloyd being Doc again I've not again. seen that one I've seen the one with Joel McHale oh well, Christopher Lloyd being Doc again just made me so happy yeah. so happy well, being Doc again since Seth MacFarlane's Million Ways to Die Noise I didn't watch that I because watch I, that I'm not a fan of Seth MacFarlane no, oh. no, I'm not a fan of him acting in stuff yeah I can understand that because there's a difference between a voice actor and a visual actor and he is not a visual actor plus I think he's had so much Botox in his face that his face can't there's, move there's very few people that can ride both Mark Hamill's probably the only one that <laughs> he's not a massively great actor to be fair but as a voice actor I mean he's, he's a Luke Skywalker he's a brilliant voice actor but did you ever see the thing where he was on stage doing the Joker as Luke Skywalker's father no. <laughs> it was weird. It was brilliant and creepy and haunted my dreams. <laughs> That's amazing. I've just realised you're wearing your merch. I've only just noticed that you're wearing your merch. The whole reason I got this shirt made was for. So you I meant to wear it last time and clean forgot. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm hopefully going to be wearing some Knowing Smirk merch at awesome. some point um, because we're taking the show up to Edinburgh. So we need to have t shirts. So our idea for while we're flyering is we will be wearing t-shirts with knowing smirk and all the details of the show on the front and then on the back we'll just have a really obscure line from one of our sketches so that people go, what the fuck? (laughs) Edinburgh's always saying, I'm not funny enough to go to Edinburgh, but the idea of it always sounded really cool. Oh yeah, I've, I've never been... It was before. always the thing I wanted to do off-centre was ever successful. Yeah, it's to go to Edinburgh. Edinburgh. This is... um, I think the only person in our group who's been before is our producer, uh, Nick, uh, Nick Tobias, because he lives in Edinburgh for a couple of years. It sounds exhausting as well, though. Yeah. He's constantly just being like, come to Russia, come to Russia, come yeah. to And loads of the cast, they, they've, they've got it coming to them because they keep saying, oh, we're going to go and see this, I'm going to go and see this, and like, <laughs> you're not. You can see the bus in the corner, kind of, you know, running her fingernails <laughs> on the table going, you're not, guys. <laughs> you're going to be doing some work. That's it's a bit like putting on a comic on. Yeah. Like, all the great things that you didn't get to see till you watched the videos people shot afterwards because you were too busy running around putting Actually out fires. Actually doing stuff. Yes. You should get t-shirts like we got our new True Believers Agents t-shirts. They are bright orange. Bright orange. I went for safety orange because it looked like just a nice strong bold colour and it is pretty much luminous. Wow. The trouble is, I'm knowing smoke Somebody posted them. a photo of it on Facebook. I turned my screen off and it was still burning to the screen. <laughs> They're that bright. That is good. But we wanted some of them to stand out on the day. And we figured there can't be that many people wearing a luminous orange. That's true. I was trying to, I was going to say, unless they're dressed as, but I can't think of anybody. Unless Loki like comes back in a luminous orange. <laughs> we should be good. Yeah, yeah. Or Deadpool. <laughs> Deadpool in a luminous orange. <laughs> or Batman. Oh, 
Because fuck it, you put him in an armoured suit now. Yeah, I, I think um, some kind of like Lucasade orange. Because <laughs> you used to do that when we were kids, you know, take the cellophane off of the uh, the Lucasade and yeah. use it for your, your little bits and pieces. Well, I did. That sounded incredibly dodgy. I know it did, but my brain's not working properly today. You've picked a brilliant day to come and do this. I was literally... <laughs> two, two seconds before Stuart knocked on the door or pushed the bell on the door I should say because everybody knocks on the door and no one hear, hears it um, I was asleep uh, so... and then you watched the Supergirl trailer <laughs> then I watched the Supergirl trailer oh my god my eyes my you're going to have night terrors I am going to have night terrors I don't ah, so should we um, cunningly move on to Star Wars we should because the other thing that the Batman v Superman trailer suffered from was that it came out two days after the second Force Awakens yeah, trailer. Yeah, oh dear. Which, everybody was so happy about that, that they kind of, oh, here's the Batman v Superman trailer, it's kind of, yeah, yeah, I don't give a fuck. I'll be honest. Because Chewie, we're home. <laughs> well, the first time I saw it, uh, my reaction was, eh. The second time I saw it, my reaction was, oh my god, oh my god! I, um, I don't know I was a little bit. I got the tingly thing with the chewy we're home until I got it into my head that he looks a little bit like Compo. <laughs> it's not exactly he looks like Compo, there's an essence of Compo about him. I think yeah. it's because he's got the grey stubbly beard. Han Solo has an essence of Compo. If, if that should is, be. If there's the not a bit where he gets poster. in a bathtub and slides down a hill in that film. That's, it's going to happen. To be fair, the thing that really sold me on it was somebody had put a, like, cut the two trailers together. And they'd done really well, but then they had the Millennium Falcon flying off with the Star Wars music somewhere in the middle and then ended on the Chewie um, We're Home. And I was like, that's really cool, but the way I would have done it was done Chewie We're Home, then cut to the Millennium Falcon yeah. from the end of the first trailer. Yeah, and somebody that. did it, and it was amazing. For me, the thing that I made me go... I officially lost my shit. <laughs> the thing that made me lost my shit was the music. Yeah. It's just, it's just hearing that again. And I'm pretty sure if you had the Millennium Falcon flying off to Jewel of the Fates or something, I don't know. Yeah, no, for me, it could have been just a desert and... It's the hero moment of the actual smashing into the main Star Wars theme. Yeah. That's what made that first train, and that's why it was so perfect at coming after the Chewie were home. And I'm definitely... Seeing him on the Falcon, then the Falcon flying off. I felt like a kid again, because I, I, I lost my, um, my love of Star Wars. Because uh, I was pretty obsessed when I was a kid. Uh, I used to do the radio shows in my in my room with the scripts and stuff. And then I kind of lost it. I I think Phantom Menace broke me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I I didn't. I, I've only seen Phantom Menace. I haven't seen the other two. I loved Star Wars as a kid. I kind of, as I got into comics, lost interest in Star Wars. Then, when they made him available on video for the last time, I bought him then. And obsessively rewatched it, and then found out the special editions were coming out. Mm. Which were, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. It was exciting to see new stuff in it. Some of it works, some of it doesn't. I'm shooting first. Mm-hmm. It should always stay. But. I wanted to see more about Princess Leia. Because yeah. I, I even mentioned to a friend of mine this week, like, um, something people never talk about, you know. Darth Vader's Princess Leia's father. She's she went, a girl. Uh, really? I suppose, yeah. Like, well, they're twins, so... <gasps> Imagine a Princess Leia film like that Supergirl trailer. <laughs> Princess Leia, age of me. Uh, <laughs> God. Oh, my God. You, you just wouldn't, because she's... Oh, my... Oh. 
with an all Avril Lavigne soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with Avril. Oh, there was one album we played at work that I could just like picture every crappy teen movie scene that would accompany the song would accompany the angst that would go with it. It's like listening to a Twilight soundtrack. I like, I guarantee you, this is what's happening when this song plays in the film. She's sitting in a chair. And I was going to say, is there something actually happening in a Twilight film? <laughs> yes. Occasionally, she sits in a chair and mopes, and the camera moves around her. Or she stares at Edward, and Edward stares at her. Yeah. With her mouth open, she's such a mouth breather. Christian Stewart, I mean, mark her mouth and say she's a good actress till the cows come home. I think she's a mouth breather. Yeah. It's one of those things once you become aware of. It's like Kira Knightley's jaw. Yeah. <laughs> once somebody points out Kira Knightley's funky jaw. Then that's I it. I like Kira Knightley. She's done good stuff, but she's got a funky jaw. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Emma Watson's eyebrow acting that she doesn't do anymore. There's only one scene in Perks of Being a Wallflower where she does the eyebrow acting where obviously they haven't reined her in. Yeah. Um... Which is getting better. Uh, Star Wars, sorry. Star Wars. Star Wars, yes. Um, so I am excited about it, but there's a part of... You know when... You know, as you get older and your heart's been smashed into the ground so many times by various arseholes and bitches that want to kill you, um, <laughs> and you think, I still believe in romance, but there's that voice that goes, but it will always hurt you. <laughs> That's how I feel about Star Wars. <laughs> I... I've said before I don't hate the prequels I actually there's a lot of elements of the prequels I quite like Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan Kenobi really comes into the role Phantom Menace I get why people don't like it it's not my least favourite of those three that's Attack of the Clones um, but I understand you know I said you know I actually quite like the prequels and somebody Right, go on then. Defend them. I'd be like, oh, no, no. <laughs> Everything you level up them is 100% right. I just happen to still enjoy it. It's fine. I, I, but I like I, like, and they did bring a whole new generation of people into Star Wars, the same as these films will bring another generation in. However, I just felt like I was happy with what I had. It's like Indiana Jones. Yeah. I've warmed to the idea of Chris Pratt as Indiana Jones. I just don't really care about seeing any more Indiana Jones. I don't care about seeing Jurassic World. I'm a little bit excited about it. But now, at the same time, I don't really care. That I can't agree with. Because what I was going to say is that, um, okay, I got very excited about the Star Wars trailer. The Jurassic World trailer, I completely lost my shit. Cool. I completely squeed like crazy. I, I love Jurassic Park. My best friend is obsessed with Jurassic how, how Park. How do you feel about the Joss Whedon sexism allegation that was levelled at the one clip at the what? Joss Whedon he then later apologised for it said that it was sexist stereotyping that she's an uptight female and he's a loose fun loving guy who just he but, went a little bit crazy <laughs> yeah that is kind of insane Joss turn it in um, I can also see it's, if, a, if, it's also a clip if right? they'd gone the, <laughs> if they'd gone the other way where it was kind of like you know he's an uptight guy but she's loose and crazy and exactly like, fucking loose women this is um, just a guy writing this ideal version of a woman <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I, I I can't you know I can't agree with that because it's a tiny little clip but I really lost it over Jurassic World and I'm very very I'm kind of excited I'm hoping I'm not going to see dinosaurs ripping children to shreds I think there is a chance you might see dinosaurs ripping children to shreds. I don't think I'll see You do dinosaurs. have a thing about child death, don't I you? I do. I have a real thing about oh, child death. Oh, bless you. What was that? I won't tell any of my dead baby jokes then. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> I'll keep it off your channel. <laughs> <laughs> or show me your dead baby collection. My <laughs> dead baby collection. It's only the skulls. There was an episode skulls. of Hawaii Five-0 where at the end of the episode he found a 
child killer's lair and was just looking at Polaroid pictures. And you only see two, and the one the kid looks really, like, you know... Mangled? Pleaded. No, he's <laughs> alive, alive. He looks, oh, okay. like, pleading and helpless. And then he's going through, and then he's just you just see his face, and he's going through, and he just starts to break up and starts crying. I'm like, this is fucking horrible. Wow, is that new Fivo? Yeah. I caught an episode of that. I'd never seen it before, and um, I, I just, you know, put something on the telly while I was doing some work, and... I realised that both me and my housemate were actually watching it. <laughs> like, I love it. What is this stuff? It's, it's ultimate shit telly. It's, it's brilliantly shit telly. I love that. It's like that. NCIS, all that thing. I mean, I'm like an 80-year-old man when it comes to this. I love the 30-year-old thing about when they're trying to trust, guess Tracy Jordan's age. Like when you watch this, like, he could be in his 70s. <laughs> I don't know, I'm such an old man. <laughs> but I just like procedurals. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I like um, a good crime procedural that wraps it all up in 42 minutes. <laughs> you know, occasionally a gun is pulled. I'm not a big gun guy, but it's just... No, well, like, you know, Batman. You yeah. know, these rules are made to be broken. <laughs> but yeah, um, I, I don't think they will show us children getting ripped to shreds. I, I don't think they will. I couldn't work out if in one of the TV spots I saw it's a child that gets pulled off a no, it's or, a woman. Or... It's a it's a grown woman, I think. Because the, the thing where they're going through the street... Yep. You know. And they pick up... Disney Main Street. Yeah. Sorry, Jurassic Park Main Street. Yep. Oh, no. Jurassic World Main Street. Yeah, exactly. It just... It is that. (laughs) But there's ones where there's, like, kids riding on little dinosaurs. And then I was also like, that kind of looks like just a baby triceratops. I also got a little bit upset when I thought it was a dinosaur swooping in and taking a baby triceratops. Because triceratops are the most awesome dinosaur in the world. They are lovely. My my best friend likes a T-Rex. I love a triceratops. I do not love a triceratops. I know. Adorable. I'm not. I've not crocheted a triceratops yet. I've done. I've done a T-Rex for Francis. I'm doing. Um, I'm doing one for Nick as well. Um, and you've got a crap load of roots to do. A crap load of roots to do. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's hope I can still order the little plastic pot they come in. But he's got a little group up there waving at us. Don't say that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Still have a shitload of emails now. Um, I like my money back. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I was only ordering it because the plastic pot was so cool. <laughs> Like, yes, I can get plastic pots from other places. It's fine. <laughs> You'd be surprised people focus in on the strangest things. Oh, really? Well, I th- I th- it'll be fine. <laughs> it'll be fine. I'll, but, just, I'll order them in bulk. It'll be all right. But uh, I'm, I'm excited for Jurassic World, and I will be there on or around the 11th to watch it. And, you know, Chris Pratt. Oh, Chris Pratt. It's all cool. We love that guy. And Mr. Wu's in it. Yes. From the original, the original cast, yeah, Mr. Wu's in it. Benedict um, Wong, yeah, no, not Benedict Wong, um, BD Wong, BD Wong, somebody else. Uh, Benedict Wong is somebody else. Yes, in fifteen stories high. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you're right. <laughs> I'm sure you're right. Oh gosh, um, no, I, I, I um, did a thing with the local community choir and we were uh, it was at the cinema oh, and we were well, it was to promote Pitch Perfect 2 so we were singing awesome. like that and um, as, as a thank you <laughs> as a thank you they gave us a free cinema ticket and we thought it would be for Pitch Perfect 2 but no we can use it anytime you want for any film up until the middle, middle of August including IMAX it includes IMAX I will not have to pay extra to go in and see small print, it's as long as that movie is Sex in the City 2 <laughs> shit <laughs> Shit. Uh, would you like a ticket for Sex and City? Uh, no, I would not. Okay. It looks horrible. And I'm aware I'm saying that as somebody who's a little bit excited for the entourage. 
<laughs> For all the wrong uh, reasons. You want to hug it out. I do want to hug it out, bitch. <laughs> the um, only reason I... In my defence of Entourage, it's horrible, it's misogynistic, it's terrible, but Jeremy Piven. <laughs> yeah, that's the trouble, Jeremy Piven. I always loved him in um, His Ellen. line in the last film of uh, The Gay Son I Never Wanted. <laughs> to his assistant. <laughs> I love Jeremy Piven. Um, yeah, it was... I started... Point blank. Ellen? Yeah. Ellen I believe we room kissed the girls last time when yeah, we talked we about did. Jeremy Piven. We did, yeah. We've got a real love for low-grade TV actors. <laughs> we have. Jesus. We've got to stop this. We've really got to stop this. We're going to start talking about Air Gross. Next podcast, <laughs> all Tom Selleck. <laughs> oh, dear. Who's the guy who played uh, Benton Fraser? Paul Gross. <gasps> Paul Gross. Paul Gross. Juice what happened to him? Because I loved that he show. Did that. He did He had a sort of singing career. He's got some songs on the Juice Day soundtrack. You've got oh. Only the volume one. I want to get volume two, but my wife kind of looks at me like, I will divorce you, you pathetic. <laughs> You're going to have to have a little safe of all the things <laughs> that she won't let you have. <laughs> I love Juice Ace. I binge watched Juice Ace not long mm. ago. Oh, I haven't seen it for ages. There's an ace thing in it with one of the episodes where his dad who's the ghost. Mm-hmm. They're walking along the corridor and he's talking to him and a cop just sidesteps his dad. <laughs> Nice touch. Like, the, like, you couldn't afford to do the whole going through each other thing. I like this whole idea that there's just a little subplot where that cop could see him. This is the whole spin-off thing. Well, he sees dead people. <laughs> Got a cop that sees dead people. Mm, that sounds like a good idea, M. Night Shot Element. It's mm. like Psych when they finally revealed Dobson. Did you ever watch Psych? No. Psych was great. Again, like Monk kind of comedy oh, right, okay. detective thing. There's a character called Dobson that they're always referring to. Like, you know, somebody's off shouting at Dobson, who's always off screen or something. And they finally reveal it when he leaves a message for Dobson at the end, and it's Val Kilmer as Dobson. <laughs> I like nice. the idea that Val Kilmer was there all along. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Because, <laughs> you know, what happened to Val Kilmer, man? I don't know what happened to Val Kilmer. He was in everything in the he, mid-90s. He was in absolutely everything. I don't know, maybe he turned I, into Jeff Bridges. I think that's possibly a disservice to Jeff Bridges. Could be. Could be. I'm guessing it's probably a combination of The Saint, Island of Dr. Moreau, Ghost in the Darkness, as much as I love it, probably didn't do very well. You mean he's in hiding? Yeah. Yeah. But Tombstone, man. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of Valkyrie stuff that's fine. And Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. And um, I'm going to say it Batman Forever. Yeah. I, I loved Batman Forever. What? A DC movie with colour in it. I know. That's why I loved Batman Forever. Are you sure? Yep. It was so, it was so silly. Okay, I'm a little bit worried silly, that but... Batman v Superman might be like the dark version of Batman and Robin. <laughs> no! No, 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 no! Hold on. Batman Forever was mediocre but did reasonably good business. Like Man of Steel like was Man mediocre. Steel. But yep. Then for Batman and Robin they threw fucking everything at it. Oh yeah. And people were kind of looking forward to it. And then it died on its ass. Yeah. See, this is the thing that concerns me with... It's a conversation I've had that at some point the comics bubble's going to burst again. Like it did in the mid to late 90s. Mm. It's going to happen. And I'm slightly concerned that the way DC are making movies is going to be the thing that burns it. Because it was off the back of Batman and Robin. Yeah. Multiple variant covers on comics. All the... It just got so expensive that people dropped it. Yeah. I'm worried it's going to happen again because you've got the convergent stuff, Secret Wars, everything like that happening in the comics that's designed to pull people in 
but then you have to branch off to buy so many different issues. And, yeah, that would annoy me. That's what makes it difficult to start watching. Start not sorry, not watching, reading yeah. something because there are lots of things I'd love to start reading, but it just looks like I just have to collect so much. That's the problem. When I read on. comics, they did cross over, but generally they keep it within that character's book. So all right, you'd have to yeah. buy four Batman books a month, four Batman comics a month. Yes. But you'd get the whole story. Occasionally you'd have to branch off into the Robin book or the Azrael book. But it was generally self-contained. Like I say, occasionally it'd wrap up in a Justice League story or there'd be so a you little could, editor's box saying... You, know, you could read Sandman and Constantine could pop up, but you're not going to need a Hellblazer to tell what's going on. Basically, yeah. yeah. But now it's kind of like, you know, before you read this, make sure you read Swamp Thing number 57. <laughs> When you get to Swamp Thing number 57, it's like, before you read this, make sure you read Hellblazer number 133. Before you read this, make sure you read... Bess off! It's like, no, I'll wait for the trade paperback. It's yeah, fine. it's fine. I, I, I have a habit. I normally wait until uh, collections are brought together and buy them. I used to. I love individual issues. I know, I love them. I I've, love them, but buying them that way is so expensive. Com- I'm less about buying new comics now and more about going back and filling the gaps in my collection from years ago. But and I'm aware that I'm talking about the bubble bursting as a guy who runs a comic convention. <laughs> There'll always be people like me that want the comics, but I think there's it's building up to a backlash. Whether it's DC or whether it's people just getting sick of the Marvel movies, I can't see happening. As much as I love the Marvel movies, they are are all pretty much the same film. But in, Apart in from basic, Guardians of the Galaxy, even then, it's saving a city. It's something raining down from above on a city. Isn't that just what happens? You don't, it is. Don't you need peril in order to have a But the basic structure of a Marvel film is set up, middle bit, big fight at the end. Which is the yeah. basic thing. But That's the basic thing of there's very little most action films. Avengers, Guardians, Cap Winter Soldier, mm. Thor, all ended with something falling from the sky. Okay, with yeah. the exception of Age of Ultron, which took the thing up into the sky. Yes, yes, that is true. But so most of the bad, fall off that. most of the bad things in 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 that particular universe are in the sky, though. See, that what I want problem. is like Marvel versus Tremors. Instead of something coming from the sky, <laughs> it's, it's coming, coming from the ground. Coming. And God damn it, Kevin Bacon better be in it. Oh, little Kevin Bacon. Either that, or at the very end, a tremor worm has to fly off of something. And. Possibly Hawkeye because he doesn't get enough. Has to ask him to fly, you son of a bitch. Half, half of Ultron was. Oh um, no, he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. I, I will save. Plus, that. you can always have more Hawkeye. And I need to, am I needing to save my Ultron chat for another podcast, or we, we can, can we? Or we, should we, we Ultron? We, we can we can talk a little Ultron in this. We just won't do spoilers. Okay, okay. Then so there's Batman a, dies. Yeah, there's lots more. <laughs> um, there's lots more Hawkeye in this one. There is a lot more. Which is why he agreed to do it. And, yeah. He got really miffed about what they did in... I was horribly underserved in the last one. Yes. Uh, But I get that you're joking that many characters. But then Thor was horribly underserved in this one, I think. I think he was underserved in this one, but... But there is more Thor stuff that was cut out. Exactly. Hawkeye doesn't have his own movie series, so... Yeah. You know, give him some more stuff. And he's very funny. And we like the funnies. They're all funny. They're all funny. Yeah, I won't get onto Age of, um, Ultron because I we will, will start, do a proper Age of Ultron spoiler one at some point. Yeah, yapping on, and I worry about spoilers. Possibly combine it with Ant Man. <laughs> <laughs> Tiny, I love the poster for Ant Man. It's brilliant. I love the trailer for Ant Man. Yeah, it was good. 
enjoyed that, actually. It's I enjoyed that. It's wonderfully silly. It does look really silly, and it should be silly. It should be silly, Because but... I was worried it was going to be the one that was like, ah, fuck you, because of Edgar Wright. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I kind of, you know, Marvel have a clear pattern. I think directors are given a certain amount of creative leeway within the Marvel Universe, but it has to fit in with... Yeah. Because uh, this is actually an Ultron thing. There was um, a lot of people that I know haven't in, haven't really liked Ultron because they say, um, "Oh, it was a great film, but I was expecting more from Joss." And I have to say, don't you understand that Marvel have an agenda, which he has to work to that agenda while still being Joss? I think Joss. he did the best he could in both dealing with what's come before. And working with what's coming as well that he yeah. has to set up. Absolutely, I I, I loved it. I loved it. I did. Ultron. I thought it was great. But it was very much like a comic to me. <laughs> I I don't understand. Um, again, I'm going to use my feminist standpoint. Um, I don't understand why people have been so uh, oh um, that it's anti-feminist. Black Widow backlash. Yeah. So I don't black, get that. I, I don't get I that at all. I kind of thought that they'd switch the role the quote-unquote female role I thought they'd given to Bruce Banner I thought Bruce Banner for want of a better terminology mm-hmm. Bruce Banner was the girl in that relationship Being and I don't mean that in a horrible way no no way. I know what you mean you mean that in a cinematic way and I completely understand um, but I yeah I think a lot of people thought because there was a I'm, gonna put, I'm doing inverted commas here love story um, going on um, that that was a bad thing against her character but I don't think it was I don't think it was it was never used as a weakness for her. No, it was a strength of anything. And um, I think it was lovely because these people spend so much time together. It, it wasn't like she was sitting moping because Bruce had gone off somewhere. She's wearing it. No, yeah, ex- exactly. And you've got the um, the moment that I won't give. This is a spoiler with the... Stuart knows what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so I, I, don't, I didn't see that as a weakness at all. Um, I thought it was really clever that they used Bruce Banner for that because you basically got the strongest character physically strength wise yeah and you sort of inverted him to be the love interest rather than yeah rather than oh she's the girl so she's the, the one that everybody's moping over type thing um and you she's got... basically a less slaggy James Bond and <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't mean slaggy in the horribly derogatory term less slaggy James Bond I like that and I, I always I'm going to do. The, I used to make this argument when um, when I used to watch Hercules when I was a kid. Kevin Sorbo Hercules. Yeah, Kevin Sorbo Hercules is that I always said that Eolus was the hero because Hercules has magical powers and Eolus doesn't. So for me, Black Widow and Hawkeye, they don't have magic powers. They're just fucking great at what they do. Yeah. Um, whereas everybody else has got an excuse for being good at what they do. So that's why I think they're the best. I did like the little. Thing where she tries to do the mind control on him. Don't go for the whole mind control thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was ace. But He's got lots of great one-liners. Um, but see, we're talking about a Marvel film that even though some people liked it, they will pinpoint things that they liked from it. Yes. And yeah. they will remember those things. Whereas if you talk to somebody who disliked Man of Steel... They probably couldn't tell you They probably better. couldn't even tell you a bit that they liked. Mm. So was that one funny bit in... Um, no. 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 The only bit that really sticks in my mind from Man of Steel, apart from the snapping of Zod's neck, is the can't I just can't remember being your son, you are my son. Because damn you, Costner, I joked. Uh, yes. Yeah. And that was in the trailer, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> but 
Uh-huh. It's just the way Kevin Costner's voice breaks when he says, "You are my son." Oh, don't say. Don't kiss Okay, that's a lovely moment. That's a lovely moment. This Brian Adams started swelling up in my head. <laughs> Look into my I maintain that the only reason that song stayed at number one for as long as it did was so we could see the video and watch clips from Robin and Prince of Thieves. I think so too. Because that film was massive. I have this whole thing about going off on a tangent again, mm-hmm. but I miss... The internet's kind of ruined this movie sign song. Because it used to be that the only way you'd get to see clips from the film was when they showed the video on top of the pops or going live or whatever. Yeah. And you could see clips from the film. That's true. I don't really saw that, that, but no, you're completely right. Um... Yeah, you don't need the movie tie-in song anymore because now uh, you go to the cinema, you watch it, you come home, you download the soundtrack. Yep. Whereas before we had to wait for ages. Or if you want to watch a clip from the film, you just go on YouTube and it's there. Yeah. You can probably watch the whole damn film. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but you just don't get it anymore. And I, I miss the movie tie-in song. Yes, the majority of them were shit. But yeah, was but not any- as shit as we've got now. Was there anything cooler in the uh, Everything I Do bit where the music swells, which is more Michael Kamen than... Yep, yep. Brian Adams, where it swells just as he fires off the fiery arrow. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. I love, I, I love that film. It's one of the ones that I don't own on DVD, and I kind of wish I do. It's like the Whitney Houston. I will always love you. Yep. The bit where it fucking crescendos <laughs> into the. Yep. And it ties in with clips from the film. Yeah, it's amazing. But he only has to do that because um, uh, she was heavily pregnant when they were filming the music video, so they decided just to use loads of clips from the film and have her sat down. I shouldn't know that, but that's from pop-up video, so... That's cool. You don't learn things like that anymore, kids. You don't, because you don't get pop-up video anymore. I bet pop-up nobody out there knows that Madonna's character in the Frozen video was called Veronica. Pop-up video. <laughs> she was called Veronica. She was called Veronica. I only remember that because i just been dumped by a call called Veronica. Oh, I see, and you remember these things, don't you? Yeah. It's I okay. I moped like a supergirl trainer. <laughs> I moped like a supergirl trailer. Yeah, it's okay. I've I've always had a thing against, um, despite my ex-boyfriend being called Matt, um, I always have a thing kind of against people called Matthew because when I was about 11, there was a boy called Matthew who just looked me in the the face and just said, Joy, you're such a dog. And I never forget it. And I will um, always blame every Matthew that I ever meet for that Matthew. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't understand negging at that age. No, I get negging. You break them first. (laughs) And then you're there to pick up the pieces. Negging's so funny. There's a a friend of mine who has a friend. Um, I won't say it's a friend of a friend because that would imply that there's some kind of connection between me and him and I hate the guy. (laughs) And, like, he just... um, He negs... He was negging our joint friend's girlfriend so hard. And I was like... How are you not seeing that this guy is hitting on your girlfriend by being mean to her? <laughs> like you might as well just flop it out on the table. <laughs> Dear. Does that work? <laughs> <laughs> the flopping it out on the table. I, th- I think that the forwardness is actually appreciated in a lot of people. I imagine you'd have to have the thing to back it up. Possibly. I mean, it depends how t- how That's tall the table is. I suppose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> on this glass magnifying glass. Let's flop it out underneath the table. Get the ma- magnification. Keep them closed, keep them closed, keep them closed. Open them. <laughs> <Ta-da>! <laughs> oh dear. Oh, don't tell me how you met your wife. <laughs> it was not like that. <laughs> Are you sure? Oh yes, she's still with you. She's still with me, yes. Yeah. 
Brain. If I'd done that, it would... <laughs> I think I'd have to marry me before she discovered that sort of disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no sex before marriage. Oh, are you Christian? Um, yeah, let's go with that. Yes. <laughs> we'll, go, that. we'll go with that. Yes. <laughs> it's not that we can't have sex before marriage, it's that we can't have sex with the lights on before marriage. <laughs> I mean, that's just marriage, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. Yeah. I wouldn't know. I think my thing. My thing's more of a kind of. Oh, your housemate's got a lot of um, action figures and stuff. Like, no, no, he hasn't really. That little section there. Oh, that's his. Brings us back to how we met again. Mind. Yes, it does. It does always bring us back to how we met. Uh, <laughs> what, I, what I really need is a companion cube, and then I wouldn't need. I wouldn't need another half, would I? See, my own companion cube. But I burnt my companion cube at the end of the level, so, yeah. you know, apparently the cake was alive. Oh! <gasps> I hear a front door. Da, 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 da. Da, da, da. Who is it? Is it Supergirl? <laughs> it's not Supergirl. No, there's no femme rock. It's Knowing Smirks, Edward O'Keefe. <laughs> hello. <laughs> there's a tiny little hello. There's a podcast going on here. Oh, yeah, You can say hello. How are you Sit down, man, get in. Yeah. Oh, uh, good. See, it's, it's their merch. It's he's, he's wearing their merch. They're adorable. We need, we need knowing smoke. We do. Ghosts. They're adorable. We can't steal ghosts. ghosts. Can there are. Although they do look more like the octopus from Finding Nemo, which is not a bad thing. That is not a bad thing at all. They are adorable. I mean, look at this little face. I thought of Heisenberg Pac-Man ghosts. <laughs> it looks like Heisenberg. They were meant to be Pac-Man ghosts, but for some reason they're not straight, but it's awesome. It is really awesome. I'm really glad they're not crocheted because then I don't have to kill her. Because <laughs> <laughs> if her crochet was better than mine, I'd be really upset. I couldn't have done that, could I? No. I know somebody who does crochet, but I'm going to find somebody else who does crochet <laughs> all these and then rub her face in it. You fuckers! <laughs> oh dear. We, we've been watching the Supergirl trailer. I recommend it. I think I've seen the TV series one. Yeah, that, that's yeah. the one. Yeah. Basic, that's basically just um, Black Widow, Age of Me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I love that thing. Though. <laughs> yeah, Perhaps it is a joke. Maybe it is a joke. It could be a joke. Yeah. If it's a I joke, it's less heartbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> what have you done to my childhood hero? <laughs> You've done exactly what I expected you to do. Is this the problem, though, of a man writing for women? Ooh, but then Terry Moore writes question. women incredibly well. Because Terry Moore doesn't write women, he writes characters. I'd say it's just a bad writer. Yeah, I'd go with that. I did... Depo- uh, posit the idea that it was maybe that's just how they sold it to the network because that six minute reel is what they sell it used to sell it to the network to get a series rather than just a pilot. I wonder if they just kind of like, teenage girls will love it. He's like, okay, yeah, he's like, it could have been like this will be popular with these people, and they go, yay! Then we have like superheroes later on. They'll watch more of our stuff. We churn out, and it's all bollocks. And they're very angry. <laughs> this is why I stopped doing TV. They made me angry constantly. I don't recommend you watch Revenge. Then. <laughs> Oh, oh gosh. Is that the No, it's... Don't look at me, dude. You're hey. the one that watches crappy telly. I don't watch Revenge. I've seen the trailer for Revenge, which is made infinitely better from the E4 voiceover guy. Because um. I love the way he will mock a programme that he wants to sell. <laughs> Channel 5 used to make a thing out of that. They used to mock programmes really well. <laughs> But I think I think I did that last time. Definitely my, start on Channel Five. My speed Fuck to Channel, Channel 5. Five. They've taken person of interest off of fucking Big Brother. Does Big Brother belong to Channel Five now? It does. Ah, see, yeah, I know nothing. I knew that. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I watched the first Big Brother Channel Five series because it had a wrestler in, and she was awesome. 
And then uh, she was like, oh, I don't like her. And then I stopped watching it. It's a fun story. I might might tell it again next podcast. It's the best story I've ever heard, Eddie. (laughs) (laughs) But that's what we're here for. Don't on that story for a long time. (laughs) I'm going to publish it. (laughs) Big Brother was great as a social experiment in its first series. After that, who gave a fuck? I just like the fireworks because it was by my house. The only thing I would like to see in Big Brother is while they're sleeping one night, they just take one of them out of the thing, put them in an identical house on their own and don't tell them. (laughs) (laughs) Just watch them freak out. I thought you were going to say just take one of them and replace it with some kind of, like, a Japanese doll. And in that house, you put in somebody in their place. So like Due South... Yes, oh yeah. he left and the other guy came in, and that person has to pretend they're they're still there. Yeah, they're still that person. Or you could do a... um, old boy situation just keep him away for like 35 years and then let I thought you meant make him fight in a coral oh <laughs> that, that, that afterwards keep one in the, in the diary of 35 years don't tell him why and then just release him go there you go whole <laughs> different house we're not going to tell you why there was yeah. no reason we were just doing an old boy new, ha- new housemates and he's like what the fuck the only thing that appealed to me about being on Big Brother is in the middle of the night just taking a knife from the kitchen and just walk towards the bedrooms mutter and save yourself kill them all and see how close <laughs> I got before people came <laughs> I used to love Big Brother. It was alright. Unashamedly, but I was quite young. Yeah, like I, I say, it I, was I an interesting series. social experiment, the first series, mm. and it was about putting people in that, less about the people. Maybe I'd be more interested in Batman v Superman if they did it in a Big Brother situation where Superman <laughs> and Batman had to live together. Well, like the robot chicken sketches. But, um, well, I'm going to go old school on you and say Adam and Joe or Adam. like the Adam and Joe sketches but the kids don't know what Adam and Joe is anymore because they won't release them on DVD the bastards I know but they still did it first so we have to give them their you know oh, yeah, their juice, juice. I know what that is yay really Eddie knows what it is <laughs> and Adam's dad was amazing oh uh, Adam's dad he's 90 now Adam's dad I know these things it's got to be coming up for some kind of anniversary where they could do an Adam and Joe special they should do an Adam and Joe special, except that Joe Cornish is really busy with doing filmmaking and stuff. Um, but yeah, he should come back. Is that why they don't do the podcast anymore? The bastards. Their yeah, podcast was great. The, it, their six music thing was yeah. really cool. But when they weren't doing it, it was Collings and Heron. So mm. um, that also made me happy because yeah. I love Richard Herring. Not Andrew Collins, but. Well, yeah. <laughs> do you love a bit of Richard Herring? Um, who uh, should be really happy because he said that his favourite pinball machine was the Adams Family pinball machine and there is one in Cheltenham cool in Smokey Joe's Cafe cool I love Smokey Joe's yeah Smokey Joe's is great um, they're also great because they're going to be selling my crochet geeky goods cool um, or rather I am at their next craft fair on the 28th of June should be great So, which means that I'm going to take a load of True Believer stuff with me and be like, hey, you like these things? Well, I'll look. give you some flyers from the boot of my car. Yeah, that'd be cool. And I'll take them. Oh, yeah, <laughs> ghost. I didn't make those. Put a little vintage ghost hat on his head. <laughs> little vintage ghost hat. And give him a tiny milkshake. Yeah, but I, that's peddling somebody else's wares, though, Eddie. I can peddle Stuart's wares because they're, he's they're paying so, me to peddle my wares. They're so adorable. But they are adorable. Who makes them? Uh, a lady up in. Glasgow or Edinburgh. Oh, far away. Somewhere up in Scotland. Okay. Yeah, she's not on your patch at all. Oh, fine. That's all right. Well, she wouldn't be on my patch. The last thing... <laughs> I had an order this week for... Um... Before we start a soft toy tour for. 
would just be it would just completely non-violent unless you get hit in the eye with one of the eyes. Just everybody with Timmy Mallets Mallets. That's a band. A soft toy turf war. Soft toy turf war. Ah, that is a great band name. No, a great band name is. Um, I was listening to the Nerdist and they had John Cryer on it, mm-hmm. and um, he made a comment of um, "No drugs for Ducky." <laughs> no drugs for Ducky. That is like, a band that's name. That's an indie band name. That is indie band name. What was I going to say about Turf Wars? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, this week on my Etsy shop, I sold um, a crocheted Mr. Babadook because um, I sell those, obviously, um, to a guy called Eduardo <laughs> from America. Awesome. Yeah. It wasn't just me, like, lying. I live in America. Yeah. And if, if you're doing that, that means that you're paying... Like, my name My name is, is um, Eduardo. Eduardo. Oh. Yes, nailed it. <laughs> is that why the money hasn't come through yet? Yes. <laughs> it's just all a big joke. <laughs> I was trying to get your hopes up. Oh, don't, because they're an f- absolute bastard to make. Weirdly, this addresses your room. Yeah. <laughs> United States of America. I don't think this is right. <laughs> no, I've, start, I've started my Avengers. Um, Captain America has been created and made. He's adorable. He is really cute. Except uh, people always ask, "Oh, has he got a shield?" I'm like, no, thanks. Brilliant. <laughs> thanks for that. I'm going to make him one now, aren't I? So he's going to have his little buddies. Except my Hulk is not going to be a Hulk. It's going to be Bruce Banner because Bruce Banner is cooler than the Hulk. Yeah, that's fair. Mm. You could do, I said, like, mean, knowing nothing about crocheting, <laughs> an inside-out version with turn into the Hulk. Because that's not complicated. Exactly. But it would be amazing. It would oh, be amazing. I so want to do that now. I want to work out a way. Jack's got a happy feet thing that's an egg, and then you fold it out, and it's a Oh, it's a little penguin. Oh, that's cute. And then you put it back what? into an egg, and it's just... Cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little whale. Well, you found a toy at work. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> That's probably been in some kid's mouth, so I'm not going to... I'll let you disinfect <laughs> it first. It was, it was in the back room. <laughs> oh, in the back room. Yeah. That means somebody's picked it up. Yeah. <laughs> Eddie works for the entertainer, so that means staff discount. Yeah. <gasps> mm-hmm. Lots of Lego. Lots of Lego, as you can see from, from the Lego store that's happening up there. Uh, I won't show you my Lego shelf. No, uh, Stuart's got quite a Lego collection. I've never been a massive Lego collector. But I just weirdly got into it. I have a weird sense of satisfaction having built something and then disappointment that I spent that much money yeah. on it. You so need to play Creationary, um, which is a brilliant game, uh, a board game that I've got that's Pictionary, but instead of drawing stuff, you make it out of Lego. Awesome. It's a brilliant game. Um, and also, when I was doing um, when I did my team building so session... mine would probably be Lego penises. <laughs> no, it tells you what you have to make. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, my dad did make um, a dog having a poo in order to show dog because <laughs> he thought it could be anything it could be a pig or a cat or whatever <laughs> but if it had a massive poo are you not tempted to like put in a vagina monologues card <laughs> just to mess with people <laughs> so I should put in the cards, cards against humanity cards in the dictionary box <laughs> oh no you get dead babies oh no, don't we've already been on the, the dead baby jokes Stuart doesn't like things that have dead babies in <laughs> good Good. Yes, that is good. As, As opposed to all those other people yeah. that love dead babies. Yeah. As a rule of thumb. As a rule of thumb, no dead babies. Don't come to knowing smirk. <laughs> Next week we're killing puppies. <laughs> Next week we might be killing puppies. It's completely improv, so you don't, you don't know what we, we might be doing. Many really horrible jokes at smirk. No, no. Uh, my 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 favourite of the of the baby jokes was the push, 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 push. 
Irish veal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'd completely forgotten about until Nick brought it up. I was really proud we, of that. We're bogarting your, um, your podcast here. That's fine. <laughs> we, we've only really got Osgood left to talk about. We have. Oh, I'm so happy. I was so annoyed when she died. I was so annoyed because I... I desperately wanted her to be the next companion because she's a great character and she is a great kind of foil for Peter Capaldi's real like straight man of a doctor. Yeah. And you need somebody who is bubbly and the funny one if you've got a straight man as a doctor. Um, like because Rose Tyler, she was the bubbly funny one. Yeah. So Christopher Eccleston's doctor. Um, and I thought, oh, how can they bring her back? And then I thought, oh, of course, because they're not really like dead. They're on the other timey-wimey timey-wimey thing um, so yes I would love for her to come back and please replace Clara um, see I don't dislike Clara just don't seem to like, know what to do with Clara yeah, that, it's not that I don't dis- dislike her. I just don't think that she's the right companion for this Doctor no this last series was very much coupling without the last <laughs> <laughs> it was a little bit yeah but Osgood um, I, th- I think I th- even if Osgood isn't a companion I'd like the idea that she's out there in the Doctor Who universe she exists because I- you know she died and the Evans lived. Yeah. Let's let's never forget that. Yeah, let's not forget that. I just frowned a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of frowning. Mm. Um, yeah, and I like to think that would be me in the Doctor Who universe. Mm. I, I'd be that little asthmatic <laughs> with a you lab don't get coat. Enough asthmatic companions. You don't get enough asthmatic companions, and it would be nice to see somebody who's not. I'm going to go on this again. Skinny little perky girl running around in be nice tight little skirts. A proper geek girl represented in geek television. Yes. Yeah. Because even when there are, there are again, inverted comments, geek girls in labs and stuff, they are still supermodels in glasses. <laughs> Let's face it. Wow. They're still supermodels in glasses. Um, and all the geek girls that I know are a little bit more um, either rounded or tiny. They're either like tiny little emaciated things because they sit in front of their computers not eating, (laughs) (laughs) or they're like like me, slightly more rotund because they live off ice cream. Because they sit in front of their computers (laughs) eating. Eating, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear. So yeah, I I, I'm really happy to have her back, and we get Maisie Williams in the new series. Cool. Um, And I love a bit of Arya Stark because she's awesome. Um, and not just because Aya Stark is awesome, um, but because Maisie, Maisie Williams in general is is fantastic. Um, she did a, a brilliant little uh, kind of short film thing about the election, aimed at her age group, age group, which was just perfect. I don't know if anybody saw it. I'm getting blank faces, so I'm assuming not. I um, pretty much avoided all election stuff after that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I dove right in there and got myself some UKIP trolls and everything. <laughs> My yeah, my YouTube channel got a lot of got really trolled after and, and I did a after song the election. Called... I took the weekend off Facebook. Pretty much. Yeah, um, I know lots of people that did that. I um, I avoided it for the day after, pretty much. I'm not saying it's connected, but CSI has been cancelled after the Tory government got in. I'm not saying it's that'll be Cameron. That'll um, be Cameron. And Comedy Central's not showing the Daily Show anymore in the UK. So. That will be Cameron. <laughs> It was Boris Johnson who played a big part in getting it back. So. Uh, but Osgood came back once the Tory government got in. So. Oh, that is true. So there must be some, <laughs> somebody in the Tory government that really likes Osgood. In the interest of balance. <laughs> <laughs> and Supergirl's, you know, being made. So. Yes, yes. Yay! Yeah, because I thought I saw the 
film trailer, and I was like, oh, cool. And then I saw the TV series, and I was like, no, <laughs> you've ruined everything. Yeah, we're, 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 yeah, let's just hope it's just the trailer. But as I said before, six minutes of a trailer does show you quite a lot of a TV show. Yeah. If, if it does end up being Veronica Mars flies, I would love that. That would be amazing. That would be the best thing ever. If Veronica Mars was missing anything, it was that she didn't fly. She didn't fly. And to be fair, if there was going to be the perfect Supergirl, it would be Kristen Bell. Yeah. Um, because she'd be the perfect anything, let's face it. But she's got to be like 30 now, so instantly too old for anything. Yeah, too old for anything. But she, she still looks about I like 14. the cast of Supergirl. No, I, yeah, I, I, I'm in agreement with you there. I, 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 like I think it. she's good. I think she's a good actress. There's, she was... Alright, Uncle I didn't know that's where she's from. Yeah, I unfortunately see more glee than anybody should. <laughs> oh, I'm and sorry. I do feel sorry for Uncle because they kind of like brought in this new work generation of characters and then kind of like partway through a series, like, actually, no, let's just follow the old characters, you know, fuck these kids. <laughs> oh, thanks. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> these characters that you are following now are not interesting. Uh, the weird metallic sound you can hear um, to our three listeners um, is the hamster drinking. Just so you know, it's, it's Tyrion Hamister having a drink. Yay. I told my friend he was called that yesterday and she laughed for like 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I was really happy. Tyrion Hamister. <laughs> it's a great name. It's a great name. The hamster lives till we find the cop merchant. Which is <laughs> <laughs> even better than the dwarf lives until we find the cop merchant. The dwarf hamster. The dwarf hamster. He's not a dwarf hamster though, he's Tyrion. We'll, we'll get one. No. Yeah, not the same cage. No, no, you don't want those that they bite. It'll be alright, love gloves. Our dwarf hamster was alright. Oh, mine was a little shit. We had to have leather gloves when we handled her and everything. Uh, he wasn't a bite, he was an escaper. Oh, gosh, yes. Freaking Steve McQueen. Yeah, well, we used to open wardrobes and she'd be there. <laughs> like, what? You'd open the plastic ball you put him in to keep his cage out. You'd just be running around, you'd just hear it smack into something, and you'd see <laughs> it falling open, and then the scary little feet. Tyrion does that, except um, he's tried to smack it open. But um, what he actually does is scrabble at the top, the twisty bit, and actually twists it round and then gets out. But then he doesn't run off. He sits there and chews the lid. <laughs> He's pretty but not bright. I've really named him after the wrong Lannister. <laughs> really have. <sighs> Never mind. <laughs> He's small and adorable. He could be Tyrion. But yes, I suppose on that hamster bombshell... Yeah, we should. Um, we haven't talked for a while, haven't we? we have. Jeez. Didn't even cover True Beavers. True Beaver <laughs> no. tickets are on sale now. Tables yeah. are available too. Ah, oh, really? And how much tables? Tables are £30 for an exhibitor, uh-huh. which means if you make your own stuff. Yep. And £40 if you're a trader. Yep, okay. And then there's a £5 booking fee on top. That's per booking, not per table. Oh, right, so okay. If you order three tables, you still only pay the £5 booking fee. That sounds good. So it makes sense. It does make sense. Just get more tables. Yep. We'll we'll try and get Knowing Smirk in there somehow. Doing something, I'm sure. I need to speak to you about that. Yep. Oh, yeah, we'll have a chat about that. (laughs) (laughs) Business online. On that mystery. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Get excited, kids. We're going to Edinburgh. I can't wait. So, yes, next Knowing Smirking chat. Next Knowing Smirk is next Thursday, the 28th of May, and it is our improv smackdown. We're playing loads of games that we've never played before. Um, Some include marshmallows. Uh, just so, just so I, that you I'm know I'm really excited for that game I'm really excited about that um, yeah do come along I, I demand that the person who has the most marshmallows in their mouth at the end of the game has to shout Veronica Mars Veronica Mars okay yep. if they I are will, a marshmallow I will yeah oh, of course yeah okay I will add that in um, but it's at the Frog and Fiddle in Cheltenham uh, starts at 8 o'clock doors open at 7.30 and it's only 5 English pounds to get in excellent yep 
And one of the cast may or may not lick your face. That, Sorry. That could be a lie. <laughs> Depends whether we let Eddie off his leash. Yeah. You can also bring food. Yeah, you can bring food because it's a really fun fiddle. Does the food get licked? Only if you lick it. You can lick your own food or awesome. not lick your food. So you could actually go to Domino's, get a pizza, bring it to the pub and watch some comedy. That's just mean though, isn't it? Yeah. I, I wouldn't be able to perform comedy whilst so I eating Domino's. Let's get Domino's. If before. it was a Papa John's, it's even worse. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I really want a pizza. So do I. <laughs> I've got no money. Yeah, I. I have £2.70, I think. Ah, oh, lovely. <laughs> oh, God, that's a heartbreaking note. Then... <laughs> Going to comedy, folks. You earn loads of money. <laughs> if you'd like to support our pizza fund, <laughs> yes. please visit Nem and Smurf. Sponsor a comedian now. <laughs> We're really hungry. <laughs> Days. Uh, you are publishing a book. We should plug the yes, book. Yes, plug the book. Published in a book. Um, so are you. Yeah. <laughs> we want people to buy the book. Okay, published in a book. Um, it's called Tales of the Female Your Perspective. perspective. Um, it's, it's about feminism. <laughs> no, it's um, and why girls' toys should not be segregated from boys. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Don't put them off. <laughs> it's really cool. It's it's a book with loads of different short stories in it, and each sort of story there is a murder committed um, by a woman. Um, but it starts because all women be crazy murderers yeah bitches be crazy Um, and it starts in 1890 with my Victorian ballad poem thing Um, and each murder is committed um, going through the decades I can't remember what decade I had it's been that long I wrote it about three years ago (laughs) well mine starts uh, with a ten year old so um, cool murder committed there's your incentive they are murder committed by children (laughs) yay Yay. so Um, like Hunger Games so like the Hunger (laughs) Games Well, you can buy it at uh, ChinBeardBooks. Yes, .co.uk. I think it's .co.uk. Search ChinBeardBooks on Facebook. Uh, yeah, because there, there aren't many ChinBeardBooks, weirdly. Um, and don't pay loads for the shipping. Change your shipping options. It doesn't cost you six ninety nine to get it shipped. That's my advice, because people have been put off by the shipping. But it will cost you six ninety nine for us to sign it and instantly devalue it. Yes. <laughs> well, me, not you. Well, yeah, um, I'm going to be famous and shit, so... Yeah. Because um, I also got published in a literary journal in America this uh, the same week that, that got published. Cool. I have some reviews in Starburst magazine. <laughs> yes, that's an actual. Journal. I cannot compete. You can compete because you get paid for that. No, I don't. Um, okay, you can't compete. <laughs> but I host a comic con at Cheltenham Racecourse. So. Yeah, you've got your own comic con. Um, I don't have I don't have my own comedy show. It's run by Francis Murray Brown. Ah, oh, who is on? Uh, you should see watch. But then you don't get the stress of running it. I don't so. get the stress of running it. I had to run it for one month. It nearly killed me. Yeah. Um, so go and see the boss of Noe's Merc on uh, YouTube, which is just youtube.com slash tinybag. She does does videos every Monday and Friday, and she's really bloody funny. Cool. And I'm on it sometimes. Me too. Uh, yeah, and Eddie's on it sometimes as well. So, Chibia Books. Uh, tiny bag. Tiny bag. Come and see Knowing Smirk at the Frog and Fiddle Knowing next Smirk, Thursday. Frog and OKTrueBelievers.com okay, uh, for tickets. Um, we know it's a long way off, so if you can't afford your tickets now, we completely understand, but it'd be awesome if you can, if you can support it now. Cause I'll be there. You can come and abuse me and I'll punch you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> or you can come and say nice things and you might get a hug. It depends how but, creepy you are. Yes, so you've got that. Um, the full guest list is on our website. We'll hopefully add some more. Um, more tickets we sell now, the more we can add. Um, we've got some other cool things we should hopefully be announcing soon. But we shall see. Um, and yeah, we will try and get another podcast up sooner than this one. <laughs> yes, we'll do, I'll stop being busy. 
do another one. Goddamn creative people. <laughs> They're always so busy. And that is it. And goodbye. Bye. I think. Oh, where's the stop button? This is so smooth. There we go. Bye.